0: Okay, last call. last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with your sales. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, man. Damn. When he had the Jew from. Yeah, 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 yeah. American Hustle. American yes, Hustle. Yes, American yes, hustle. Yes, yes, They do good movies together, yeah. 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 Why do I feel like they got another one, too? They got to. Was I he feel enjoying? Like they, have a, they have one more. Was he, he enjoying? Um, yeah, remember. he was enjoying. See, yep. boom, there see is. I knew it, exactly. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's the same director too. Low key, anytime I see them type of people like together, I think they fucking. I was about like, to say the same <laughs> exact shit. Because you remember, it wasn't uh, fucking Megan Fox was fucking with uh, one of them white boys, and when she was in Transformers, Shiloh was tapping that shit. Yeah. Was he? Yes. That's what low key broke up her marriage. She wait. She was married. She was yeah. Twenty one. Yeah. But nigga, I mean, brothers. somebody had to lock her down. Fucking Megan Fox, me. bro. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Megan I Fox, think bro. I knew <laughs> what it was. Listen, that first transformer, Megan Fox, looks like some fire, bro. <laughs> um, I think she married a dude from nine oh two or No Brandon something. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 Hollywood. But nah, yeah, Stars Born is like really good. I wasn't expecting it. It's, I mean, like I said, it's a, it's like the third remake of that. Yeah, of that I see. Movie. I saw the first remake. The first one is the the, the first remake. The first movie is like from like nineteen thirty seven. Humphrey Bogart type shit. Oh yeah, it's not Humphrey, but somebody else. But then the second one has like, uh, I don't, it's not Josh Brolin. It's some old older dude that looked like Josh Brolin. Like, I would say father. Josh Brolin, pretty recent. Nah, this was like it was Barbara Streisand. It was the seventies, I believe. Mm. Yeah, that shit was fire too, though. Got great reviews. Tell you that. Yeah, I ain't really been seeing no good movies. Like I heard uh, uh, Dice is in that shit. He killed it. He got guy got pops. Andrew Dice Clay. Oh yeah, he's yeah he's he's her pops. Yeah. He don't look like him because he don't look like himself. Right. he's Got great hair. Yeah, but it's funny. It should good. It's recording? Are we on? Oh, shit. Oh, I ain't even... I, 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 nigga, I'm just talking what's shit. What's happening? I just thought we doing sound check and shit. Um, what's going on, folks? Shit, I ain't got my headphones on, nigga. Bitch, got my headphones on. All right, we live. Um, but one of them button up, bro. Should I? I mean, it's, it's going to get hot. <laughs> put, All right. Let's, let's All right, we'll say, up, yeah, by, by the 20th minute, it'll come back. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Plus our pants will so get hot. The in this joint. Hey, <laughs> Yo, my, my steps are not up, by the way. I tried... Oh, yeah, I forgot he got the... He, my man, Ty tied tied with the technological advances right. in the studio. That's because the money coming in. Hey, you remember when we was first with you, bro, you ain't had nothing in this. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't nothing on these walls. <laughs> the lights had one setting on them, on and off. <laughs> now you got colors. Yeah. Right. You ain't even had all the, the PVA, you just had a P up there. <laughs> it was a real poster for Kanye. You ain't had none of this art in here. That's a fact. We've been here for a little while. Um, what's going on, folks? My name is Ken. I'm Dave. And you're uh, this is the Last Call Podcast. Um, we have a special guest in the building tonight. We've been trying to get we've been trying to get my, my man in the building for a little bit. Go ahead, bro. Introduce yourself. What's going on, man? I'm Issa Abdul-Kadus. I'm a former NFL player. I played six years, three with the New Orleans Saints, two with the Detroit Lions, and one with the Miami Dolphins. So I was trying to figure out, when, you went, when were you with the Lions? In what year? 2014 and 15. Okay, okay, yeah. got you. I was out in there. I was out in, in, in Michigan in 2011, 2012. Oh, yeah, was yeah 2011. he wasn't there. Hashtag, he wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> you was out there when the new stadium was built. Was yeah, it? Yeah, 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 before Phil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you, you left the, you left them, and then you went to the. You got signed by the Dolphins, right? Yeah, the Dolphins yeah. signed me. 2016. Yeah, 2016. How was that going to Miami like that? Out of Detroit, Ugh. that's what was the crazy like the change. It was a culture shock. It was Paradigm shift, right? What it was like gray and dark for six months. <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> the clouds open up. Word. <laughs> what the hell do y'all do with money in Detroit? Gamble. Yeah, that's right. what everybody. Gamble what with, with the MGM, MGM, uh, Motor City, yeah. Greek Town. Facts. You know, yeah, like I didn't even go out though. No strip clubs the strip clubs yeah they hit the strip clubs they decent like what i mean you gotta be look. you gotta really need to look for something yeah, if you're going to the strip that's club a, that's but they, a, right you know like people like already go go to the strip club to do what they gotta do right you know? mm-hmm. it ain't really like a vibe like that you know no, no lie that the the illest strip club uh, shouldn't be say Illis was just more of a different strip club experience. It's like it was a it was downtown and it, somebody had rented out a uh, uh, uh a loft You know what I'm saying yeah. So it was a room With like I, I didn't know what the fuck I was going into Because a dude from work Just said yo We gonna go here It's gonna be a loft There's gonna be strippers in there I'm like alright fine It's called a strip party Yeah strip party Yeah but I'd never been To a strip party until oh, then So this words. is Yeah so it was a little bit Of a different In approach. cities where they don't have Prominent strip clubs They yeah. usually There's usually always Girls who strip <laughs> so, they, <laughs> so they throw strip parties I don't know, strippers. Strippers. I'm not gonna dap you up cause I, <laughs> Chuck tried to dap me up I don't know nothing <laughs> I don't know nothing baby I heard, <laughs> I heard. Not even heard, bro. I just know through the. It's a, it's a common. It's like at the nigga meetings, they talk about it after we get out. It's like, oh yeah, if you go going to the strip party, stay here. <laughs> yeah, they do some strange for some change in those <laughs> rooms, boy. Let me tell you. Um, but yeah, so going from Detroit to Miami, right? Yeah. I mean, let's even go back to, uh, to from college, right? Yeah. So school you went to? Fordham. Okay. Yeah, right in New York. So, Wait, I mean, where are you from? I'm from Jersey. Oh, okay, bad, bad, bad. What part? Uh, Union, it's like, uh, North Jersey Yeah, 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 familiar Right there Where, yeah, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes Okay Were you recruited by Fordham? Yeah, okay. recruited me to come out here That was my only offer, really Hmm Yeah Cool And so Fordham, I know, uh, Fordham plays ball Um, uh, shout out to Dre Um, Dre, right. Dre, Dre, Dre was out here uh, yeah, a, a, a couple me. weeks ago Word. Um, so, you know I'm saying Uh, I, I know a couple people that went to Fordham too So, uh, a uh, big up Fordham So, what was the process like f- from college going into uh into the NFL is there like the kind you go through the combine process is there just a lot of interviews with a lot of teams uh after college I I played in the All-Star game it was Texas versus Nation it was like the second tier of like all-star game or whatever mm. after that i didn't get invited to the combine and then but i had a pro day where like scouts came and everything right and uh then draft day came and it was a crazy year because it was a um lockout year so in, yeah, that shit was, that shit was okay. crazy do you so, think do you do you think that was the like the kind of like the, the random path the door that was open To allow you to, like, kind of get in the league Coming from a school like Fordham? Yeah, that was the only, like, way I had really in Like, the thing was That after the draft They weren't able to sign, like uh, Undrafted free agents So, once the draft was over, like you was in limbo if you ain't get drafted. So like mm-hmm. I ain't get drafted. So that shit was crazy from like April beginning. I mean, end of April to like damn end of July. It's like damn, what the hell about to happen? Right. But then the lockout ended, and then I got a call to the uh, New Orleans Saints, and they was they hit me up to come out there, and they I, it was literally like I was in the Bronx chilling. Then like Wednesday, the next day I was already ma- out on the plane to fucking New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Shit was crazy, like you know. That's crazy. And did, like, you have an agent coordinating all this stuff for you, or are they just literally calling you up and be like, yo, listen. It was the scouts calling me straight up. Right. You know what I mean? They was calling my phone to asking me to come in. They was giving me contract offers or whatever, you know, and I was you know, I was calling my agent like, bro, I don't know what they talking about. You uh-huh. know, they, like, handle all of this because I just wanted to get out there and play football because i mean, They trying to bombard you with, like, jargon just yeah. to kind of, like, exciting you, like, yeah, you about to play, yeah, you about to play. And then, like, yeah, so we'll just give you, like, a three-term, blah, 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 you have a straight up front, blah, 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 no sign-up blah, blah, no, and you just like, take the pen. Yeah. yeah for <laughs> real. And, it, and, it, and it's a weirder process when you're an undrafted rookie. Like, they really can't sell you nothing but an opportunity. Right. right. You know, like, usually, like, with- What's the rookie minimum? It was, my year was, like, 365. It was okay. probably, like, maybe, like, 500 now. Yeah, I think it's, like, yeah, like, 550 maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, you couldn't really, like- like they gave you offers and it was like, all right, well you have opportunities. So they wasn't giving you like big bread. Like my signed bonus was like five thousand dollars or something like that. So you know I ended up choosing New Orleans because they had like a bunch of older safeties that right. you know they would transition from because they would they were due more money than I would be on a on a rookie contract or whatever. So I went there and then it was crazy. <laughs> what year did they win the Super Bowl? Oh nine. Nah. Okay, so they was coming off which it was like two years after that, right? Yeah, it was two years. What, what was the energy like, basically having a, almost a similar team structure? What year did Ingram come out? Same year. Same year, yeah. Oh, okay. So that, that was what they put their money towards. Yeah. Okay, so. Cam Jordan. And Damn. They, they had a couple guys that they got that year. That's a crazy situation for you to be thrown into. yeah. Like, what's that as a just a, a rookie, un, undrafted rookie, just going into that situation, into that locker room where you, these are dudes that you literally was watching <laughs> last year on Sunday play, really? right? And now or, you're a teammate. Or, or opposite Saturdays or when the postseason going and uh, what, Ingram went to Alabama, right? Yeah. yeah. Alabama's still going. Fact. You watching him like, man, that's probably a hard dude to tackle type joint. Yeah. And I know y'all, I mean, what's your- like, I'm what's, glad I got to tackle him. What's, <laughs> y'all division? what's, uh, what's Fordham's division? Oh, uh, one 1AA. No, I'm saying, well, like, what's, what's your conference? I mean, I'm the Patriot League. Patriot League. Okay, so who y'all playing in that? Lehigh, Lafayette. Okay. Them boys, Them boys ain't that big. Nah, I was killing people out there. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even fair. So th- I just want to take a quick step back. Like, So what do you feel like was the reason why, with like very minimal scout structure, was the reason why like people were calling you. You know what I'm saying because you didn't go you it's had a pro like, day. It's just like highlight tapes and stuff that they uh, say like or stats that you would send out. Uh the year before we had a quarterback that was kind of highly touted, John Skelton. I don't know if you John heard Skeleton, of him. Yeah, 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 for play for Arizona. Yeah. So uh we had a lot of scouts coming through. So mm-hmm. he had his pro day and uh we had our junior pro day. It was like the end of the off season. Yeah, you got to go ahead. We about to start uh spring ball, so you know you max out run 40s and all that. So it was so it was crazy. So uh you know my coach was, like, playing me up a little bit. But they're like, all right, whatever. Because, like, I already changed, like, positions three times. Mm-hmm. I haven't really What'd made any noise. What you out as? I came in the college as a, line, as a linebacker. Okay. Then I went to safety. Then my junior year, I went to corner. So, like, I'm at my third position. I ain't make any noise yet because, you know, I was adjusting. And, right. like, you know. And uh, so I went out there. They had the uh, scouts out there uh, Clocking 40 So they clocked me And uh, when I finished Everybody was just looking at me Weird as hell I'm, <laughs> I'm like, like turning heads right? I'm like what the hell is going on I thought I messed up or something Like Then uh, Somebody was like Yeah you ran 427 and then that's when them scouts looked at me like, Alright, you gotta run that again. <laughs> <laughs> Where so like I, I ran like a four three something, I think it was like four three five or something yeah. like that. But she was thinking about it at then. Yeah. You got clocked a four two seven. You yeah, run a four two. For real. Boom. Exactly. Right. So I, I uh so after that they took us in a room, we did the Wonderlook test, which is like the IQ yeah. test or whatever. And I did really well on that. And uh I guess I got on the map because I was smart and fast and I kinda I kinda guessed that the the scouts and stuff kind of knew the situation of Fordham and, like, how, like, bad the coaching was right. and, like, what they can do with that type of talent. So it kind of put me on the map. Yeah. I was just saying that uh, to the homie last night. We were watching, the, uh, watching Pat Mahone be... Pat g- Mahone. Mm. <laughs> Man. Showtime. So we were watching him, and also I, I recognized that a lot of the dudes, like, half the dudes in, in the defensive on both sides were, like, either from the south or, like, from schools. are like, where, di- where is yeah, cause I was sitting there talking to Jules, and you know Jules went to Oak Hill. and He went to Oak Hill with KD, so like he knows that like structure of like coming from high level school, high school to high level college and then into the league. And I'm like, man, in in college is way way more opportunity for you to go damn near anywhere and still have a high, higher chance of going to the league as yeah. opposed to the NBA. It's a lot more fucking politics. So like if you go to like Calipari gonna get nine dudes off like that's just gonna happen like but if you go to southern Alabama you got an average man and then you gotta hope that you go to the t- to the tournament right. to maybe get a chance and still go like low t- so low second round and then still might go undrafted I mean you're not everybody can't be like Shelvin Mack, you know what i'm saying and like be on the team with the guy with gordon and have the the, the popping coach you know who end up being in the league like to so probably be a good uh contest so like just to kind of see that you came from like you know fordham and and doing that and then go to the, the saints who i mean they weren't having bad seasons were they no nah, we went to the playoffs that year <laughs> it was like it was 12, like, 12 pre- and 4 13 and 3 something like that bro your rookie year you go to the you go to the yeah. jungle how, how much how much burn did you get uh, I played actually a decent amount, surprisingly. Like mm-hmm. it was crazy though, like cause I missed OTAs, rookie minicamp, everything. So right? Like, because the season didn't start till the second week. It was like the second <laughs> week of uh I remember that because they missed the first two preseason games. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what I'm saying had to get caught up. So yeah. so yeah, so you like you said you said OTAs is missed. Yeah. The first mandatory training camps missed. Yeah, all that shit was like <laughs> rookie <just, like>, symposium. <laughs> <laughs> everything. I just was throwing in the fire. Right. And the crazy thing, like the first couple days, like there were certain vets that they couldn't sign yet it was like a period where like it was just rookies they were able yeah, to have yeah. team, and they couldn't have like a uh, vet so like my first days out there I'm with the ones going against Drew Brees and the top offense bro and I don't even know the playbook so they just roasting me I'm like yo there's no <laughs> way in hell I'm about to make this thing yeah, but man. then you know when the, when the starters came in then like I got the playbook and I just got into my routine I was really just like what really saved me was just getting in the same routine and studying my playbook you know, I was gonna say, taking the, care it, of myself is the playbooks really that crazy because you hear about teams like like um, binders I, <laughs> but well not even just binders but like so with New England how yeah. they they cut receivers repeatedly because they can't learn the terminology they can't learn the playbook yeah. our NFL I mean I, I played corner in dog, shit, in high school and I, and I tapped into it right yeah. so I, like, I know defensive formations and, and I'll study a little bit but like I'm just curious is about the depth of, like, the cover two and the base four defenses. Yeah, it's it's the, little, it's the little nuances that they care about that really matter with defense because, like, there would be certain things, oh, you have to blitz the B-gap this time yeah. or be in the C-gap, but if he blocks down, get outside, you know, it's, like, a lot of little intricate things. But the thing is, on defense, is that most of the time you're playing, like, the same vanilla coverage that you probably played in high school. Right. You know, maybe in college, like, cover four, cover one, cover two. Right. Just basic things, but... Like, in blitzing situations and then, you know, specific situations when they got, like, star receivers or, like, a star tight end, you play, like, certain things where you want to double a guy. So, like, 80% of the time... Well, I would say like this. 20% of the playbook is easy. 80% of it is complex. But 80% of the time, you run into 20% of those plays. plays gotcha. And then, like Like twenty percent of the time, you rerunning those crazy plays, but you kind of been practicing that one play all week. It's not like every plays up every week. They give you a script of like, all right, these plays up, these plays up. now offense, that's a whole different story yeah. They like got so many words And so many different terminologies And so many little things that changes everything And I don't I don't really get how they even get it so. It's that crazy Well you haven't even yeah. you, I mean you probably would be able to figure out But it's not even a bother even trying to Yeah I mean You're, it would make sense Because it's a structure to it So yeah. it's not like they're just throwing words out there and You gotta <laughs> right. just like figure it out So it's a structure It's just really just figuring that out But I mean, just from like if they yelled the play call at me while I'm on defense, I'm like I still don't have no idea what's coming. The agent was crazy. All right, so you know, okay, career. Boom. I think we may have had this conversation before when I was at the at your crib, but I do want to ask this like out of your career, you know what I'm saying, 6 years strong, like what were like the hardest situations you had to deal with in a game player wise, <laughs> receivers and tight ends. <laughs> the The worst situation ever was calvin johnson my rookie year <laughs> that was a rookie year oh my god we played them in the playoffs and like the first we played them twice that year the first mm-hmm. time we doubled calvin every play and like matt Stafford was like all right i'm just gonna just throw to the other guys and we blew them out by like 30 or something like that then the second game we still doubled calvin but matt was like you know what? i'm gonna throw it anyway Calvin went for like 275 on oh us man. and we doubled him every play right. and we had three people in every and every time he caught the ball there was three people trying to get the ball that he was trying to catch. He was coming down with it like it was nothing. I I never played against anybody like that. I'm sure he it, was happy when he's on, on your team. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? I was so high. It was so it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen it was like a horse you know you see yeah. like a horse run like um, freely <laughs> the like Clydesdale you know. running. yeah just so beautifully like I've never seen somebody just be so automatic like he was so good that he looked average right. like you know like it was just he didn't do, do anything spectacular like ODB or like a, uh, AB like take something to the crib he'll just route you yeah. get open catch the ball in the red zone just throw it high he gonna come down with it and it's like it's it's amazing to watch that Honestly Because he makes it look So easily Alright so that's the worst Alright let's go down from there I mean I'm sure A rookie year You're probably throwing A lot of people Again going back to Fordham Not really probably Having to deal with A lot of dogs Yeah You come in the league Shit Every team got at least One dog on yeah. them Yeah so yeah, what else? What else do you like? Situations you remember? I remember playing uh, Frank Gore. Frank Ooh. Gore was a, he San Francisco. Was, hell yeah, he was a hellacious tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you need like that's four a Florida people. boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. I remember Jamal Charles. Oh my god, my uh, second year. Was that Kansas, Kansas City. City? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember my second year. We was terrible this year because it was the bounty game. Yeah, so uh, you know, you know, Sean Payton. Oh so was that? wow. So how did that? Af- Wait, hold on. That was his team, right? So. Greg Williams was your, D, was your D coordinator? My rookie, yeah. Yeah. So, like, we see him on hard knocks, right? Uh-huh. Is he really that vigilant and that much of a... Uh, how do I say it? Like, he seems like a schematic genius. Yeah. A defensive genius, but he's a hard ass. But he'll hold out. He'll stick up for his players. But he's going to demand the most out of you. Yeah. The thing about him, like you see both sides of him very easily because he'll do all that yelling and cussing and shit, but the parts they don't show in the meetings is that most of the time you're joking. Like, you start the meetings with, like, he'll put some shit up. Like, say somebody do some goofy shit on the field. He'll put a clip up of, like, y'all laughing at him and shit like that, everybody laughing at him. And then at the end, he does the same shit, keeps it light. So you know he's there for you, but, like, he's a very psychologically driven guy. He thinks that, you know, I have to... put a certain type of mentality in you for you to be able to play the way I want you to play in this defense, you know? Which is why, like, I mean, the, the Bounty Gate shit, it was like, to me, as a former football player, I think it was just more incentive for his players to play harder. Not to go out and, of course not. And take out you know the fellow yeah. brethren. But that you know, you're the, but the media and the, and the concussion thing that was coming down the pipeline eventually. Junior say how he killed himself in 2012. Like that hap- The bounty gate happened in 2012, right? Where it broke in 2012. Yeah. So all of that shit was already starting to hit the fans. So you right. realize the media is going to take that and media never going to understand what actually happens in the locker room. But bro. The, the 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 worst part about it was the reason why it came about because. So, uh, Steve Gleason, you heard of Steve uh, Gleason, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he was doing a documentary on his life, and, uh, you know, he played for the Saints or whatever. And Greg Williams allowed the documentarian to come in the room and, like, videotape the meetings and stuff like that. And Greg's giving us, we playing the 49ers the next week, and Alex Smith's that quarterback, and, you know, Vernon Davis is going, playing mm-hmm. well. Frank Gore is playing well. And uh, he, you know, he's like, yeah, I want you to aim for the ACL. You want to do this, you got to do that. And this, Documentarian Thinks that Yo we're like Out here maliciously Trying to hurt people So he A stranger too uh, Yeah he, he doesn't he Understand the coach right. We, we know like, Greg Greg is, Greg is like You know he talk like shit. that yeah. yeah You know and it's It's funny to most Most of the time to us But we understand What he's trying to do He's not telling us To go out there And hurt people But go out there And let them know that Yo we playing football right. Like you know We playing the physical game Today you know And uh, this guy you know Goes and brings it to Whatever he brings it to And make breaks his story That was a personal game though That wasn't enough. for no moral like uh, reporters and media people always do that and I wish Nick was here we could talk about that but like reporters and media people always sensationalize it as like they're doing a greater good for for society a lot of times it's for personal growth bro like look at like I will always go back to the Skip Bayless shit when he broke Fucking SMU Like that shit Was for personal gain Absolutely uh, Like talking about He wanted to do Bro these kids Are getting money That they needed bro And you breaking a story And you fucking up The whole system And they shut down That program Shut down the program But you know They do that shit For like clout Because they'll tell you Like I've You know these These reporters Interview me Playing football And everything like that And they'll sit there And tell you like, Yeah I'm the guy Who broke this story And that story And it's like I know you're not Doing it for the right reasons You know you're not Really trying to Spread awareness Cause in reality If when it came down to like the percentages most of the NFL probably was like, "What y'all like? What y'all tripping about? Like everybody's doing it." It was really the fans that it was like, "Oh, this is crazy." Right. But it, who don't more, know, but it was like, moral outrage. Everybody bro. understands that it's the same way people had in high school, like especially people that went right, uh, like grew up in Miami when it was like, "Yo, football was dead ass serious." Where they say, "Yo, I give you this amount of money to win the game or take such and such out." Shit, it's and still it's still that Oh, you talking about you, you with my, you Miami? Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah, 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 I'm just saying those high schools, like those type yeah. of shits, you know. And it, but they made it such a big story, and because. This, this dude brought it out of nowhere, and this guy—I guess the reporter felt like he could had a story of his career. Right, that's crazy. Crazy. It's funny that you brought up Miami, cause I, uh, you know, I went to—I played prep ball down there, basketball, but not football. But like, you're still a part of the community, and like, when you start going to churches, and you, you know, the 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 little league shit in Florida is serious, and like, I just I just ran through um, uh, Warriors Liberty City. Yeah, I watched that too. That shit, it's kind of sad. I hate watching, I hate, love watching them kind of shits. Why is that? Because, like, even with uh, Second Chance, Last Chance you, it's like, these are, like, these dudes are thinking, like, this is, like, my only chance I got out of this motherfucker. And, it's even, it's, it's bad at Last Chance shoot because these dudes have already done something wrong. They trying to get back into the SEC, into Power 5. And, you know, they may make it. But then, on, on uh, Liberty City, these kids are, 10, 11 years old Like the, Even the amount of pressure They put on Tutu Atwell Like calling him The best quarterback Blah blah, blah Bro he went to UL He he a receiver now <laughs> They was like Oh you running 4-2 Oh nah You in that slot boy right. <laughs> You're gonna die in that slot Your daddy died in that slot <laughs> You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. But Just like the, the The amount of pressure That is put on kids To play football At this age and At that age And it's like It's crazy Cause like, like How old were you When you started playing football I started at with, like, probably seven or something like that. As a grown-ass man now who done played in the league, seen the the crazy concussions, maybe had a concussion or two, like, how do you feel about the intensity that they put on Little League sports, especially Little League football? I think that they take away the fact that these are kids. That's the main problem. Like, the amount of forces they can actually put on each other? And it's the fact that, yo, let them have fun. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I get... Like these guys take it too serious to the say, "Oh you gotta win! These is kids. Like teach them how to play as a team. That's what you yeah. really need to do. That's what that's the best thing about football because it innately teaches you cooperation yeah. and teamwork, you know what I mean? Because you have to, to to like protect yourself. You know, there's no other sport where if you're not on the same page, y'all go sit on your ass, you get a concussion, you know? So, you can use football the right ways instead of pressuring these kids to be better and better and better. You can really use it for them to come closer and closer and that's when you really win championships and get everything you really need. Yeah. On High one of intensity. them joints, I think yeah. it's like Friday Night Tykes, the joint that's in Texas. Yes. The coaches in that joint. I can't even watch that shit bro. Bro, those coaches are intense, bro. I can't they even they watch they them. they telling them how to like to tackle wrong. Like, yo, put your head through his numbers like like crazy and like the kids are getting stingers and concussions like at 13 12 years old i watched i watched two episodes uh, uh friday night times. it's the one coach turn, with the, turn the turn blue, blue the blue team yeah them boys boys. They, they they good though but like it's crazy it's like too much I, half the time these coaches never won nothing i never did anything good right. in football before so they just right. out there telling Preaching you what they intensity. think is right yeah. you know what i mean go right. break somebody's skull like no you don't have to do that to be good in football for right. their own personal yeah. glory for Look, exactly. For the, for the for the state. Yeah. Just so they can go out of town and be like, "Yeah, I'm the coach of that team or whatever." Like. right. Exactly. It's mm. crazy. Yeah, man. Wait, how you feel about uh players getting paid, man? Uh NFL? Period. Now, nah, I'm talking about Oh, well, we can get to that. So, we I go, mean, we're going to get I mean, to that. cuz we're going to about cuz yeah. they're talking about your man's uh, number 30 from uh from the Steelers. Like, talk about, oh, you, you, you the oh. starter? You the starter? He's like, yeah, I'm the starter. But, like, Le'Veon, like, well, I think he got to come back this this, uh, this upcoming week or whatever. I mean, is, so yeah. that goes into the whole, and I mean. Wait, touch the college. Let's touch college first, though. What, about college players paid Yeah, pay? yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, you've gone through the rigors of being a collegiate athlete, right? Yeah. Um You see the buildings, and you've played in these huge stadiums, and you've been in these huge, uh, 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 almost like, I know, Fordham has a nice campus. Uh mm-hmm. and they have a they have a nice uh recreational facility. They just put some money into it I, I yeah, think. And um Who y'all sponsored by? Couldn't even tell you. Somebody put money somebody put money in that building. I, I meant in the I mean. sense of like who what what athletic brand was on y'all uh, on your jerseys. I was like that. We was probably like Russell or something. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> something trash. <laughs> <laughs> like we might have got Nike like my, my last year when they was trying to get better recruits and stuff. Right. Mm. Yeah. Cool. That's like us. We was wrestling for that Oh, yeah. Fam, you just got that. Nike Nike throwing that bag to everybody, though. And they giving you, like, low tier three level, like, packages. You get three jerseys, <laughs> three pairs of shoes. Sh- <laughs> word, That's it. We'll yeah. redo your logo. Word. But now, nah, go ahead, though. Um I mean, what do you feel? Do you feel that college athletes should be compensated in more ways than they are right now? Definitely. I mean, they're bringing in so much money for the school. One, then it was just, like, four or five years ago where they made it mandatory for, like, kids to actually be fed i remember when i was in college like that was like that chapaz napier napier rule i think yeah but I, when i was in college we had to pay for our own like food plan meal plan i remember my freshman year we got up there like we get on campus summer school and we like all right we go to the football office and tell them we're trying to eat we was like yeah uh where's our meal plan cards they said oh well you need five hundred dollars to get food we like Five hundred dollars. Who the fuck got five hundred dollars? Like we was kids, right. eighteen years old. Like nobody had that type of money. Yeah, you had a full ride too. Yeah, yeah. You That's know? crazy. But they didn't. They didn't tell us all this when we was coming in. Like wow. you know. So like, it's like it's deeper than that they don't really care about these guys at all there's so many guys there was just the rule was just passed where guys that tried their luck at the nba could come back to college and yeah. yeah, like and, a few yeah. months ago just like, yeah. yeah. a few months that, ago but think about type like that's messed up that's the that's no rights for the player that's saying oh well you try to leave us there's no way you could come back here like why not you're trying your best to go to the next level right. it's just a, you know? it's to shift guys through get another group right. of guys in there yeah. and also it's a fear but, tactic but that's don't run that, off the plantation yes yeah, because that's that's it's it not is, like right? that yeah. in Baseball and baseball kids are drafted yeah. in college. We'll and see the, the amateur continue can, to play. The Amateur shit way different. I'm not saying like it's 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 a reason for it to be different, but bro, you can get drafted in high school, <laughs> you right? Know what I'm but you can still get million dollar right. Uh, uh, then Russell, then Russell get drafted out of high school, like from the Yankees. He just end up going to Wisconsin. Um, he went to oh, Wisconsin. No no, 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 He no, went no, no, to no, no. NC, State, State. NC State, another yeah. red and white school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but they still get million dollar bonuses. Even if they're drafted in high school, even wait. if they're drafted in college, wait, wait, exactly. what? yes, yeah, yeah. yes, that's crazy. So yeah. First round draft picks get money, bro. So you get money, and you could go to school. Right, to right that's right. what I'm saying. So it's like there's it was just in the baseball but see, specific sports where you couldn't do it, like, like you said. And stay, and basketball, stay on the plantation. And NCAA exactly. and NCAA is, allows that to happen with baseball because they would lose all of the talent if they didn't allow people to come back. Yeah. Who would ever watch NCAA baseball if? I mean, who watches I mean, it now? That's why, had, <laughs> that's why they had the one-year rule, technically, too. You know what I mean? Because college basketball was dying, too. Like, yeah. You right. Know, like, yeah, rookies was playing bad, but nobody was watching right. college basketball. There was no stars. And right. there was, and no there was also watch. kids jumping from high school, making that leap, yeah. and it wasn't the leap for them to make. Like, they but, had the talent to play, yeah. but you wasn't supposed that, to be self playing. That's self-interest, though. I don't think that they were I mean, doing... That's, I would say it's that not, the, It's not just self-interest. I say it's also the, interest for the players. Like, you actually could benefit from a year in college. And then make the leap. To the I pros. think no. Nah, I think it's the. I think it's more so the fact that because a. I think that the college sports and the professional leagues are in cahoots. So the NBA is saying like, yo, we're spending way too much money on dudes on chances. Like, let's figure out a way to still monetize them and then see if they can pan out. All right. So bet. Let's send them to school for a year. Like that wasn't like we care about the play. They don't give a shit about the players. No. At all, they could have put them in the NBDO. Right, you know what I mean, right. They, just had a, like, they could, which they is could what create, they allow them to do now. I think is I think they allow yeah. them to be in, in, in the G League or the D League. They do that. They do you that can that do your one year you removed, removed in the G League. It's no. a very poor move. though yeah. Like don't ever, do <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. You better off. Right. You don't even try to go overseas. Like you better off just staying in the states. Right. Don't play for the Triple Bs. I mean, f- shout out to the JBL or whatever. But bro, you better off just doing combines with the fucking. With, right. the, with the white dude, boy dude, at Scott uh, at Sports dude, dude, and dude, dude, shit dude, dude, like Mitchell that. Robinson did, the, the dude from the Knicks, the dude with the, the, the Knicks drafted in the second round. Completely sat out. Stay trained. He just trained. trained just trained, bro. Sat out. Shout out the whole entire year. Trained. Uh, drafted in the second round and now but you come about to shine. You come to out of high dog. school, you train. Shout you out like to Mitchell Robinson, my dog. You gonna <laughs> shine, boy. My next DeAndre Jordan. You heard? <laughs> All right. You, you look, what you would do? You, you, you fucking... You leave high school spring. You do all the con You like you do. You can what you can do like fucking uh pro pro uh pro-ams. You can do pro-ams in the summer right. through the fall, and then fucking the yeah. True league. Right, yeah. exactly. Do the summer all <laughs> that shit. I mean that shit is real competition. Shout out to fucking Frank Nitty. Like, it's dudes in that joint who, who probably should be in the league. No, that I mean that's, that's what what dudes the dude- from the league go to during the summer. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah. Um, so. Six years in the league, you know what I'm saying, careers cut short. You want to explain what happened? Yeah, um, I got injured, had a really bad uh, nerve injury to my spine, which, like, caused my right arm to be paralyzed. It was, like, it was Christmas Eve 2016. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, uh, I didn't even know what happened at first because none of the trainers on the team, none of the doctors that was in my, like, immediate vicinity knew what was going on. They never seen an injury like this because it's very rare for football players to have like nerve injuries right, and stuff. Right. so it took me about a month to figure out what it really was when I found out like I had like nerve damage where I had to get surgery where I was had to transfer nerves from different parts of my bodies to the ones that are dead just to get them to be revived and everything like that so yeah it's been a tough process since uh, since then Still so there was there, there was like a month where basically like you had no feeling or no movement in your arm. I mean, it just still didn't just didn't know how. I mean, since then, you know, I've been like it was a month when I didn't know what was going on. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was just like that's crazy in general. Yeah, and it was just like yeah, you have a nerve injury. We don't know. Some of the trainers like yeah, it'll be like six months, and I'm like oh, that's not bad. I'll be all right. Right. You know. Then I go see the doctor that knows he's talking about, and he's like oh no, this is career ending. It's like damn, I was not ready for this. Right. Like, you know because. it's because Miami was my first time being signed on to be a starter. You right. know, like, when I went from New Orleans to Detroit, I got cut from New Orleans in the playoffs. So I came in there, like, had to prove myself again. Cause right. You know, ended up doing very well, though. I ended up starting, like, the first three games of that following season. And then the next year, I ended up starting eight games. And we went – and I I was, like, 7-1 and one as a starter. And we went 7-9 as a team. So, you know, that's why the uh, Dolphins end up coming pick me up. Then I bring – well, we go to the playoffs – as a Dolphins, for the first time since, like, 07, 08, you know, and then, you know, I get injured in the game that like clinches it, you know, and it was, Damn. that was the toughest part. It was just, like, saying, like, this is the top of my career. Now I'm over. I got Was start it like um, the hit? Do you remember what, what the hit was? Yeah, I, when I went to make a tackle on one of the receivers, uh, my teammate hit me in my head, so my shoulder went down and my head went to the opposite side. Wow. So, like, all the nerves on my right side of my neck kind of got, like, ripped apart, you know. So, yeah. It was, so it was just an, it was an assistant tackle. Yeah, I mean, I was going, I was going to make the main tackle on him, and then my teammate tried to go, you know, finish the tackle or whatever, and right. ended, end up hitting me in the head. Damn. Yeah, I mean, it happens though, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you've, uh, you've had to, you got you've had time to kind of wrap your head around it. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, I mean, even even right after the play, I couldn't blame him because it's football. Right. Well, no, nah, you like, definitely not blame yeah, him. You know would have did the same thing that he did. Yeah, right, and, and right. it's like, if I hurt somebody like that, I'll feel bad, but it's football. Like, yeah. you know, that's what you risk out there, right, you know? Yeah. So I can't really be like, oh, it's your fault. No, it was my fault because I signed up, you know? Like, that was what it, what it really was. Mm-hmm. Random things happen out there. You can't really blame anybody for it. Yeah, you know? for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, do you still keep in good contact with guys on, on the Dolphins? Or, like, does the Dolphins... Front, or like, are you able to go down if you want to go down to for a game? still oh, yeah. reach out? Yeah, the Dolphins love me still. You yeah. Know? Like, uh, last year they kept my number and uh, I had a locker and my, my jersey number still. And That's real shit. This year they just kept my locker still. So, okay. you know, I could always come up there. They love me over there, you know? That's real shit. Crazy, my uh, defensive back coach from my rookie year, who ended up being my d- defensive back coach in Detroit, is now a defensive back coach with the Dolphins now. So, you thinking about getting the culture? I can't do pro. Or you know, pro or college, because it's I'm not wasting my time doing all that. Like I rather do, I rather go on a level where you impact lives more like kids you know like instead of trying to like make money yeah Mm -hmm. i mean and then it's hours big 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 chicken yeah and then there's a lot of politics you got to deal with and i'm not really trying to deal with people's lives like Mm -hmm. that you know just to like oh he's just a football player let's get him out of here or whatever i don't i don't really appreciate that i want to like work with kids where you know if he sucks we'll figure out how he can contribute to the team winning because like it's about it being a team like Mm -hmm. once you like go up in the ranks to college to the NFL, it's not about that anymore. It's about the individual efforts and who's the star and who's that. And growing up, that wasn't the fun part of football to me. The fun part was the team aspect. Like I was gonna go as hard as I could because I wanted my teammates to go as hard as they could. And I wanted them to count on me. You know, I ain't I ain't go out there to just shine, but right. everybody just going out there to just shine and I wanna I wanna play I wanna coach on a level where the kids want to play together. You know, it's about us having fun together, not know. Let's go and be the superstar. And when I make a play, let me go make a dance and all that. You know, it's yeah, yeah. it kind of it takes away from the quality of the game because you know you do. You do dumber things when you're trying to do something for yourself opposed for the team. You're not gonna do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love playing football. Like the, the one thing I miss. I mean, of course the games are fun, but I just miss the practice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For real. Like the practice is the most yeah, fun part. The only nigga I ever heard in my life say they miss <laughs> practice. I'm lying. Yo, football practice was fun as hell. You know what I'm saying? You know? Like swear. that's the one thing I miss because you like you I guess it's different. Sports, you, basketball practice is not fun. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the only
0: practice that's fun is the one right before. The game, and you better hope that y'all <laughs> won the game before if you, if you got loaded up in like a, like a two or three day, three week, three uh three game week. If you won the first game of the week, because you come out, you don't you don't practice on Sunday. So like you come out, you play a Monday Tuesday game unless you have a Monday game, and y'all got a, a Wednesday Thursday joint. You better hope y'all win that shit because right. then. Monday practice Tuesday practice Is gonna be hell Cause you know, oh I got another day Until we gotta fucking Actually be back on the court again And then Thursday practice Is like the fun practice But for the most part Nah Fucking practice wasn't fun Our coach was a dickhead <laughs> <laughs> Like when I was in prep school Yeah that shit Bro we didn't practice <laughs> right. We were the team We were the best niggas In the district bro It the hell was a whole bunch of niggas In a fucking 1A school bro Like but yeah, no, nah, I I can't I can't agree yeah, with that no. practice at all. Practice yeah, training fun camp fun. wasn't fun. No, training camp's not going to be fun. But uh, did, what, y'all, did, did y'all did you have two days or did they outrule that? Nah, because I know that the lockout yeah. they outruled with the with the new uh, uh, CBA they they outruled two yeah, days. And we shit didn't like have that. any two days. Yeah. It was just like they had like fake two days. It was like practice in the morning and walk through at night or vice versa. Mm-hmm. I mean. It wasn't real. You were just jogging through, right? Do you think um, because I've heard this before that uh, with the new CBA and going into the season, do you do you feel as a team that you were prepared to play week one? Um, I think physically nobody is, and I think that's why we're seeing more injuries, right, and more career-ending injuries and stuff because. Camp's not physical anymore. Everybody's just doing these finesse moves, hitting each other just a little bit, you know. But you need training camp to, like, set your bones. You know, that's what, like, the old guys say. They was like, you got to set your bones. You got to set your joints. You got to hit somebody. Right. You, know, you got to get the reps of, like, your shoulders springing back because there's no lift or no workout you can do that's going to replicate a tackle or just some random hit, you know. So I don't think people's bodies are ready for the for the impact that they put them on in week one. Cause, it's, a, it's a rigorous sport. Because yeah, preseason, you know, maybe the guys that's, like, on the fringe are going to go hard, and it may be their bodies to be ready, you know. But the guys that's, like, the the stars that they don't let anybody touch them, like, they get touched in the game, they're going to be hurt because nope, they're not ready to get hit. they just been out there just running off freely, you know. So week one, you know, you start seeing more injuries. You start seeing these guys going down because they're not ready to play football. Like, you know, we've been growing up two-a-days, everybody. That's right. Every single person, like two-a-days and we hitting every day. That's a fact. But then, even in the NFL until the new CBA, you know, but then all of a sudden you go from hitting all the time to only hitting on Sundays, 17 times a year. You know, now think about yeah, what your body's like most of the time your body's almost like a bodybuilder wait so it's, it's not live on like Wednesday on Thursday no I mean linemen they block and stuff like that you know they they move each other out of the way or whatever but when it comes to contact hitting a running back going head to head with a fullback and all that they ain't, there's nothing like that what nah not at all nah they're not hitting like that at all nigga that's crazy <laughs> that's does that blows my that, mind does that, does that affect does that affect and maybe we can attest to like the Running game, like, kind of starting to open back up again a little bit, like, because dudes aren't really tackling the best learning backs. So, you got dudes who are breaking tackles, missing tackles. Fucking idiot, <laughs> last <laughs> night missed that goddamn no, tackle no, on no, no, Tom no, no, Brady. No no, 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 I hear I'll, I'll tell you what happened with that tackle, bro. He put his whole body into it I'll and tell tried you to wrap up with, him. with that tackle. He had he his head down shoot. trying to tackle Tom Brady, right. He has his arms wrapped around him He's thinking he had Tom Brady He one arm And he no, 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 no. tried to shoot bro no, no 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 Listen He thought Tom Brady Threw the football uh, Already uh, So I'm he wasn't he trying to Throw it. him down And then get that 15 yard flag For, That's what for you roughing think. up, That's up what you the quarterback that, right? That's what he said That's exactly yeah. what happened That's But see, see that I could see it when I watched him It's like that. Like it's, I saw it's, that it's coming It's almost with like an off switch Like he was like Oh boop See I thought that he thought That he missed it when he missed it He just gave up No he took his arms off him Because he went off He was off the ground It was third down Yeah It was third down now, if he tackles him, it's are a, a kick goal. a field goal. It's but good. if they get that fifteen yard, or not fifteen yards, because on the goal line, but it's a it's a personal foul, Reset, automatic first down. Time so he let go because he had him wrapped. So he thought Tom Brady threw the ball. Tom Brady held the ball the whole entire time, waited for him to let go, and then ran for the touchdown. Damn. defensive players, like I, I, it's the most, like you don't want it. It's so hard, yeah. especially as a cornerback, especially as a linebacker at feel field, man. It's so hard right now because you don't know what. Line to They've been walk. They've been calling some bullshit You have no idea what line to walk. Clay Matthews? If I was Clay Matthews, I'd quit. Like, yeah. be, I, would, I would throw up my hands because I would have no idea what to do. for. I think the first three weeks, the first four weeks of the season, he had a personal foul penalty where he got fined money yeah. for a, a hit on a quarterback. It's a regular tackle. But for some reason, because he tackled the quarterback and he, like, said, uh, but then and then breathed they, on him, he got a a, a personal foul 15 yards, first yeah. then down, $25,000 paycheck. They changed, the, they changed the rules over the summer, though. No? Like, they, they updated the rules on, on the contact on the quarterback. Updated yeah. means, like, it's just even harder to tackle right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, essentially, if a superstar quarterback gets injured, they're going to make a rule to make sure he can't get injured that way. Because Aaron Rodgers. Rule. Like, come on now. Are you serious? How are you going to say don't put your weight on a player when you're tackling them? Yeah, that's crazy. What, can, what else can you right. do? It's, like, it's literally, like, it's physically impossible. <laughs> it's like but It's like... I mean, they really trying to handicap defense. You know, what yeah. I mean? they want to the play the, pop, which, the pop, which they, go- they want the score to go up. It's they want high the 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 scoring the games I mean, like they had last night, forty three to forty. Bro. Right, when the, that's when, the games that they want. When when the ratings were the highest was when I first got back. I mean, I first got in the league. I mean, because uh, everybody was like that was a year with Tom Brady, Drew Brees, uh, Peyton and, and Manning. They were all like throwing like. 50 something touchdowns yeah. You know what I mean And that's when like The ratings were Peyton, the highest Peyton might have had 60 touchdowns that yeah. year so sure <laughs> Yeah like he that. was stupid He was going off. Yeah like you know And that was like The pinnacle of the NFL It was like oh Points 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 right. You know But now I guess With everything going on They are trying to get back To the the place where High scoring league I mean yeah. baseball went through it Like baseball They had their ratings low And then they were like Fucking hit home, more home runs they turned a the blind eye To the steroid shit yeah, And man. watched Barry Bonds And Sammy Sosa And Mark McGuire Tee the fuck, the fuck off <laughs> That's home runs Right exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh we don't see nothing right. <laughs> You realize that's almost A home run every other game bro. Right That's literally a home run Every other game Yeah It's crazy and, my, and the other entire time He was up at play He was getting walked <laughs> He was getting walked For real Cause anyone was like Nah we are not pitching him We know what the fuck yeah, Gonna right. happen
1: so there was that, and then
0: then basketballs putting in the rules to they want you know more scoring. They um they they lessen the shot clock. They all they, of that shit, yeah. Bro. All of that shit, bro. All of yeah. the bullshit ass fucking tap touching foul, yep. foul. Tip, tip, uh, All of the, the open. What's the joint? The fucking the open court. The open that shit wasn't a thing, bro. Like coming up, that was not a thing. That if a nigga yeah. had an open lane and you fucking fouled him to make sure he didn't get that basket, that was not a technical. Yeah, bro. technical foul. Yeah, they all that. that they showing you the business. Yeah, side. they they letting yeah. the Euro they letting the Euro step slide. That's Travel. I'm sorry. Eurostep is, is a you see fucking what, do you see what <laughs> This nigga, the Eurostep is a travel. This thing. nigga James Harden. This nigga James Harden came from the three point stand, put the ball behind his back, didn't touch the it, ground. He and took put two steps the back, to the and right, then hopped to the right, and then shot it. And then the ref came the next day and was like, I mean, no, that was a legal. That was a yep, yep. Yo, go ahead, James Harden. Hit, All right, hit seventy. <laughs> hit seventy, that's James. That's what we doing. <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> All right, bet. When great. they start letting the euro, the euro fly. That's like. That's what you, <laughs> and like oh damn. no! Actually, if the first the, the the predecessor to the euro was the hop step. Yeah, yeah. The hop step because that was like LeBron and and Melo. That was like they bread and butter right there. Like doing way too. Bro, the hop step was crazy to the point that they put it in live. I believe. Yeah, it was like triangle, triangle. a triangle to do the hop step. <laughs> <laughs> you can hop step and then do a windmill off a hop step. For- <laughs> <laughs> But then they did that And then what happens Ginobili comes back From motherfucking Argentina Oh, Gina, but, oh yeah we was doing Giannick this He with the uh, 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 <laughs> Oh we need that yeah, KD need was that? like oh, oh yeah we can do that <laughs> James Harden's <is> like Word Word <laughs> 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 LeBron was bro LeBron And those last years in Miami Was doing like Four step You're, I can explain nah, I, I, I it now. That was not no four step euro I will admit That was a four step travel bro First of all I mean yeah I'm saying <laughs> he, that he took it past the euro He was doing a euro But he was doing it in four steps I've I mean, seen LeBron take don't five know, steps basketball is literally said, yeah that's good two points two and a half steps that means when you come off the ball you better be already into a step and you have two steps now a Euro it's damn near impossible at this point in the league like in, in the progression of basketball to get called for to, a really, travel. to get called for a travel but to also properly get off without three steps like because dudes are They're of the wiser now to it So it's like You come up You gotta uh, yeah, hit Do one. another one <laughs> <laughs> another one You gotta hit the, you that Listen, joint listen, the listen, listen for the whistle That's for the whistle And blew the whistle <laughs> Alright put it up Put it up Put it up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That shit crazy Oh um, that's um, facts though But yeah So I mean So I'm I'm curious now Right Because to me I mean we're talking about Baseball Talking about basketball Talking about uh, football, right? Those are the three major professional football leagues in America, right? To me, outside of looking in, the NFL Players Union is the weakest union out of all three professional sports. What makes it weak, though? So, I like mean, what they allow? You, maybe you can answer. I, I would, To me, it would say what they, what they allow, because yeah, I, they allow the owners to take more ownership of. The play that they do, and and I guess the money and their revenue and their worth. Who's the right? player pl- player now? Is it still Buddy? Put the put it, put, it, put, it put it this way. Put it this way. I don't think so. The the the, the, the major major league MLB sat out an entire year. Niggas don't remember this. MLB sat yeah. out an entire year in 1994. The players' union said, "Fuck this! It shit is fucked. We're making more than and uh, uh, we're making more for y'all, and y'all are not giving us what we're worth. And we're willing to sit out an entire year for mm. y'all." Basketball sat out half a year, or not half a year, but they sat out a month and a half. Right, Bro, right. that, the that season? wasn't that the wasn't season. The, that wasn't the first lockout either. It wasn't. <laughs> the NBA's had like three the most, in the right. last it's twenty years. It's the most years. recent one where they sat out until Christmas, so they missed regular season games Shout to, to get Heat. what they won. He won that championship that year. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> um, so, but I don't. I'm curious, and, and I'll, I'll ask you for your for your consensus. Do you think the NFL players, because I know between Goodell and his power. Uh, and his, I guess I shouldn't say his power, but his ability to use his individual arbitration in issues where he sees fit, right? With uh, revenue, uh, where the players would want more revenue. Do you feel that the NFL players, at least, I mean, being in an NFL locker room, that they would be able to sacrifice taking off some time? In a locker, because I know the CBA is coming up in the next two or three years. Yeah. I mean, they have to, you know, at the end of the day. Like, now, like, the first time the uh, Players Union was discussing the CBA, it almost felt like they was... And tied in closer to the owners than they were with us. Like, you know, like they were like, oh, yeah, well, we got to get these things done before the season starts because their excuse was that players were calling them saying, I don't have any money Mm -hmm. and we need to end this lockout, you know. But if you know what's best for the players, you will know that long-term you need them to hold off just a couple months let these owners lose for like four weeks of pay they're gonna be tripping they're gonna be ready all right here's whatever y'all want right but it almost seemed like they were trying to say look guys we don't want the owners to lose too much money in these games these players claim that they need money and i'm it was probably like in like the grand scheme it was probably like a hundred players when there's like eighteen hundred players in the NFL, you know, and it's like you gonna you're gonna make a decision based. Well, do you think of, it was an impactful hundred though? Like, I mean, either yeah, I mean, I think it was because I mean, at that point, are these the breadwinners? Are these the dudes who like are these the stars? The pro bowlers like who were saying? I, mean, like, I I think I they money. were. I think that they the vets were. The they were telling their reps, you know, like because in this in the new CBA the rookies got screwed because you know nobody right was the pay rep- scale got dropped down dramatically yeah. for yeah. the for the rookies dramatically because the vets were negotiating right them, you know what I mean so like players got screwed over in that sense you know right so you know I I I think that it was like you know certain people in their ear but I also thought they were trying to lean towards having a season that year more so than you know getting us a CBA that was right for us right. you know but right. I think that this. CBA that's coming up. There's a lot more awareness, you know. Right. And a, and Kaepernick did a lot for. So I, that's because, gonna be my next question because, about that. Yeah, because uh, you know I don't want to go all deep and stuff, but nah, I really feel like I feel like I feel like I feel like the f- football in the NFL is like the closest equation to like slavery. Yeah, you know, sure. because like everything that football players got they had to fight for the concussion settlement was a years 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 long fight and still haven't even gotten any cut out and they paid it was only i think the payout was only four million and and they're trying to act like and they're they're trying to act like you know that they didn't come for football like are you serious we're watching these guys with the worst helmets that you've ever seen in your life hit each other as hard as they possibly can wobble off the field like you know what i mean they would like i remember my coach used to say they used to get on the flights back from games, they used to sit them in a chair, uh, a six pack of beer and some cigarettes, like. And these dudes obviously are completely brain damaged, but right. yeah, you're gonna fight in court that they don't deserve this money, you know. And it's like every single thing that the NFL players got, where was something we had to fight for. there was no rights, there was no money, there was nothing, like mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I feel like this CBA is the point where everybody and Kaepernick when he took the knee and he we finally got to see. What, um, how America and how the owners mm. felt. You know what I mean? Because mm. America set their place, but now the owners showed what side they were on. Yeah, they showed their ass. They showed, okay, we're on the side of where the money's coming from, not the people that are working for us. You know what I mean? So I think that now... People are starting to understand, and players are starting to understand that you know it's a us versus them kind of thing. So like, regardless of what we need to do, we can't sit here and lose this CBA again, right. because then we might as well just but give how, up. How, how you know? proportionate do you think that it was? Because even in the wake of the the owners showing their ass, a good proportion of black players were still defending the owners, and a lot of them still erroneously stating their opinion on why Kaepernick should stand those are the same people who are gonna opt out when it's time to really like kind of like try to hold out for the next contract even with shit look at fucking Le'Veon Bell right now like for his teammates to turn on him like that when it's a bigger goal in mind like people think that this is like oh it's just about him like of course a you should always be thinking about yourself like because who's gonna take care of you like Nobody, especially a grown ass black man, you exactly. always have to think about yourself first. So yes, I am going to get my money when I'm in a, when I'm one of the positions that get hits the most. Like absolutely. And then the second part of that is, bro, if I get paid, we all get paid. Like yeah. this going to help every. This going to help all your negotiations because you can be like, oh well, look at Le'Veon. And then from that point on, they're going to get scared. Gonna, oh shit, you're not trying to come for what, what, seven weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I, I'm still appalled. At his own teammates, bro. That the looked crazy. I mean, yeah. what do you think about it? Because to me, I, that looked crazy. I thought that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And I don't understand how they do not understand that. Especially, I feel like Earl Thomas getting hurt put everything in perspective. Right. And did he say everybody. that? When he, when he was trying to hold out by, by OTAs or what, yeah, what was he, that? He, he was trying to hold out until the first week of the season. He's like, yo, I don't want to let my brothers down. So I'm going to go out there and play. Right. But then he play. was also worried about... Coming out there under the under uh underprepared and yeah. getting injured. Yeah. And w- exactly. Exactly, yo. And and you know, like I couldn't believe that the o line was like, yeah, he weighs way more than I do. Like yeah, come C on, bro. No. Like, like yeah. you you understand what it is. This man touched he he was what led the league in carries, the second in the league in carries, yeah. and then he was second on the team and receiving. And, So he has way more rushes, uh, made more touches than any other player on the field. Not even close. And only second in receiving to top three uh, receivers in the league right now. Top two. (laughs) Antonio Brown is number one of two. Yeah, like, and and you tell me he doesn't deserve more than just a regular running back who's literally he gets. 60%, 70% Sixty percent, seventy percent of the right. touches. You know what I mean? And I just couldn't believe that people wouldn't understand where he's coming from. Getting franchised twice, he was he was on the verge of being Kirk Cousins. Right. Where we're gonna use you up until we can't use you no more, and ship you the you fuck go. out. Right? You know which know I mean? think that's where he's at, and I think he realizes that. Which is, and I like I said, he realizes that. Yeah. He knows that Pittsburgh is not gonna give him that money. That he wants the long term deal. I'm. It was. It just blew my mind that his. Teammates were not of that mindset as well. But that's that slave. Them, it's that slave shit. Yeah, bro. but like yeah. that's you've been in the trenches with that man. No, and not just once. You've been in that in the trenches with that man for years. You know who he is. I'm just saying. Let's let's just make a, a unilateral comparison. So if we're talking about slaves, you're talking about yeah. I fucking sat and I picked cotton with you for three years, bro. Like never slacked off Always made weight Like bro I work hard I make sure that we don't get That nobody on my line Get their ass beat But what happened When I run away And we all are now A quote unquote Subject to punishment Word At that point I'm selling you out Because now I gotta think about Back to what I said Myself Yeah Not thinking about The bigger picture and and it keeps being sold, and I think it's halfway it's on these agents, halfway it's on these coaches, and halfway on this management. They they're telling the players, and that, I also think that they're putting bro. other, they're putting certain players in front of the camera, in front of these mics, saying to say what they're saying, to put pressure and make on him Le'Veon. look bad. I would agree with you. I would a would one hundred percent agree with you if this wasn't the only situation that I've seen it in. Well, yeah. I didn't see it happen with Aaron Donald in in in, in, uh, in Los Angeles with the Rams. Okay. I didn't see it happen with Odell Beckham when he was with the giants i didn't see it happen with julio jones when he was in atlanta all the teammates were like we get it we understand that is the only that's literally the only situation i've ever seen when a player did not show up to otas and his player and his teammates his offensive linemen were trashing him yeah it's the only time i've ever seen that yeah that was unbelievable i'm saying so if that's if it's that you know that extreme has got to be something else I always say that if if we're looking at the equation, there's a variable we're not counting that we can't I mean, see. Maybe maybe it's like, seeing. I don't, I mean, I'm not going to put any words on it. Dude's probably getting mouth. little bonuses on I was going say, so like maybe. And I'll give you an extra 100K right. if you tell. <laughs> if you, bro, 100K. Not even a bonus, but I would say like maybe they have a bonus if their running back hits a certain, you know what I'm saying? A certain uh, number of yards, yeah. 1,200, 1,500. You block for that amount or they rush for a certain amount of yards. Well, As shit. an offensive line. you have an incentive. You know, I you think, know what I'm saying? I think that, you know. These guys were taking it like the O-linemen were taking it from a high school perspective of oh bro we need you man it's freaking Friday night in front of the lights you know yeah. it's, instead of like the it's business perspective of what it really is right. like like yeah it's just football to right. you and you got everything you wanted you're perfectly fine but the battle between Le'Veon and this front office is like nigga you gonna stay in your fucking place right. I don't want you to you ain't gonna get more than you deserve cause boy you are gonna stay in your place as a goddamn running back you know and they sitting there completely ignoring that thinking that oh it's just football Ball, when in reality it's really a deeper battle than that you know it's about right. personal value right. you know what I mean it's, yeah. it's not saying I'm just gonna take whatever you give me it's saying I'm getting what yeah. I deserve so Le'Veon, like, Le'Veon is the top three back in yeah. this league Le'Veon is the top three back in this league Todd Gurley just got 60 million 45 guaranteed from uh, from Los Angeles He was like Nigga I deserve some of that And it's not like Le'Veon is 31 either You yeah. know what I'm saying Le'Veon is 26 27 So he's still got good years Left in his legs So and, and if Pittsburgh's not gonna Give him that money And he knows Pittsburgh's not Gonna give him that money Somebody else gotta give me This money But I'm not gonna go out And use these legs up for you And potentially put myself In a position nothing, blah, To little, look blah. like Earl Thomas Where I have to get hurt And now I jeopardize my value I'm not I'm not gonna slave for you Being technically underpaid just so you can ship me out the next year. Because that's right. what the main exactly. thing is, though. Because they franchised him last exactly. year. And, exactly. And this is the second year of being franchised. Like, they're saying, like, Look, we're not going to pay you. We're going to use as much as we can from you and get you the fuck up out of here. And he's just saying, like, Look, bro, I'm not going to do that because a running back's sh- like life on the field is much shorter than every yeah. other position. And, and and every other position, every other position in professional sports. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pro- a fr- professional running back has three to four years. It's shelf life. Exactly. <laughs> Career shelf exactly. life. Exactly. Average is four years. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So they have to monetize that and get as much money as they can possible. Listen, the Jets if y'all want to bring in Le'Veon, I will not be mad at y'all. He looked good with Sam Darnold back there. I mean That's me, that's my Jets fan <laughs> bias. Um I, I mean that's we That's w- crazy 'cause uh what's his name from uh I just saw the news that um uh, Junior from, from Cleveland who used to play for the Lakers. They're giving Cleveland's giving him 45 million dollars for three oh, years. Oh, Larry Nance, Larry Nance Jr. Yeah, 45 million fucking dollars. For th- now, I'm about 45 basketball million over over four years. Four years, four years. That's 11, yeah. 12 million. Shit, 11 that's, million. That's a lot of money for some dude yeah. that really I wanted to do a guy. I wanted to, I wanted to do a game called Who's Who Makes As Much as Bismack Biyombo. <laughs> because how Biz, much is his contract Bismack Biombo makes an average of 17 million dollars a year that's crazy oh, but that was what the year before when uh, there was like a fucking drainage or the, it was just like money. It, was the, it was the influx of money into the yeah. so Bismack Biombo capitalized that's crazy um, I saw Kemba Walker was on a, a podcast I was saying was, so do you think Kemba, Kemba Walker makes more or less than Bismarck he Mac makes Kimba? less I know he makes less he absolutely makes less than Biz He was, he was he's upset he's like well he's not he's, he's trying to act like he's not mad but he signed early before the cash heavy summer right. and so he's yeah. undervalued from yeah. dudes who are he'll, averaging he'll less than up. him he'll come up cause like look at Michael Conley Jr. alright <laughs> right, so I'm, I'm gonna go to football I'm gonna go to football do you think Julio Jones makes more or less than Bismack Biombo 17 million dollars a year yes yeah. Julio probably made like 12 it's less I think Julio probably like that it. bro it's I'm just gonna say at least probably like 60% of the league <laughs> it's less. probably 70 it's less. 85% of the league probably makes less than Bismarck Bianco, bro bro yeah. just like Bismarck Bianco is what like <laughs> Number forty, <40? laughs> like if you put him on a power list, like how high is he on those? list? <laughs> Let's see. who who want to go to that? He's um, not even top ten in his position, bro. <laughs> Joe Flacco. You think Joe Flacco makes more or less no, than Bisagambi? No, no. Joe Flacco make more. He got two. He does. How much Do, is the contract? QBs be making yep. like twenty. Joe Flacco does make more than, Biz yeah. than Biombo That's a fact. He does. Who's the highest paid quarterback right now? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> how much you making? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just resigned. Just yeah. resigned. Yeah, that was a dumbass deal. Yeah, look Pretty dumb now, don't it? <laughs> <God damn. laughs> hey man, it's not his fault.
1: <laughs> Garoppolo,
0: Garoppolo was the highest paid before that, right? He was. That's ridiculous. That's, yeah. ridiculous, that's, uh, that's only, he played five um, games. <laughs> let's see. System. Let's see. Oh, I was gonna say Khalil Mack, but Khalil Mack just resigned. Just resigned. Just resigned. Got that, resigned got that money. Got that um, change. JJ Watt. Do you think he makes more or less than Bismit Bianbo? He's the highest D, highest paid DN in the league, right? I don't know. Not Mack is definitely nah. I don't. Um, JJ, yeah, I would say go. no. He doesn't. Uh, You're 17. right. You're right. Yeah. He, he makes less than Bismack Biyombo. It's a fun Jesus. game. Who makes more than Bismack Biyombo? It's funny because you, you you pick the right like middle of the road guy. Yeah, that's right. crazy. Yeah, um, Deion Waiters see. can't even get Like 3 million a year bro Nah Deion Waiters making paper. fuck you Deion Waiters making At least 12 million dollars Right now That's crazy yeah. From Miami From Miami <laughs> uh, damn. Yeah. That basketball money Is something stupid It's different dog <laughs> <laughs> It's different You play 3 good games You getting a max deal Duh. That is crazy Trey's, Trey's definitely Getting paid bro Trey You though, so? Trey's gonna get paid at, Like yeah Yeah I mean years yes In 2 years in 2 years he's gonna get paid You think you're gonna go off? This year? Yeah. Who do I think will actually... So... I my friends jumped on my boy G Hub because G Hub came in hot after the hot after the uh, after the draft like yo Luke Doncic that yo yo he gonna be rookie of the year and all my friends are like super black power like man you on that great white hope shit bro <laughs> like, nah, that, like nigga, that nigga Luke bro I was right, wa- bro. I was watching <laughs> Luca, right, bro. I was watching them play the other day I was like oh no <laughs> now because I was saying the same thing because I mean bro we we always do that we look at these Euro players who yeah, like we they they. We retreat they, back to our corners Ricky, and we gonna hold on our own. Fucking Ricky right. Rubio, we fucking look at these players. We're like, oh yeah, nigga, was killing over there. He gonna he gonna do damage over here, and you know, I'm not gonna say it's the same situation in which uh, no. like, it's more physical. Rubio but, was a kid when he came in Yeah, Luke Luke, Luke is, is a, a grown ass man, and he played physical as hell. And he's six and he's five, huge. Six. <laughs> he like six six, bro. He's huge. Him he and dry, right? yeah. That's crazy. Him and D Smith, bro. Yeah, him and D Smith. Yeah, they look bright. Mark Cuban got Does on that so still hurt small. every time you see Dennis Smith play a little, a little bit. I more so uh, <laughs> uh, Devin Mitchell. Okay, more so Devin Mitchell than than D Smith. Although I did want D Smith on the Knicks. I did. Do you think that the uh, that Frank's gonna do some work this year? No, um, <laughs> that was a horrible pick, bro. <laughs> no, just listen, no, no, no. I wouldn't say it's horrible. I think it was more long term, but they were more short term. Long term to what? I mean, he's 19. He's a kid. He's six seven. A point guard with. I mean, he's a he, he he. In essence, he's gonna be a defensive stopper, and he can handle the ball, and he can drive to the basket. His jump shot needs work. I'll give you that. But he's still a six seven kid that can play in the NBA. All right, how many games do you think the Knicks will win this year? Um, <laughs> thirty-eight. That's a small number. I mean, like I don't think it'll be over five hundred, but I think, think they're going. There. I so mean, you, I, honestly, 30, back to, 30, the 30, to me, thirty-eight is a stretch. Like yeah, I, I thought that was kind of hot. You're right. Yeah. To me, like, I can understand why somebody would say no, nigga, they'll win twenty-seven <laughs> games. Or, I, so, so the the NBA 2K app has the Warriors only winning sixty-five games. Only sixty-five. I is mean, there's 82 games in the season. Only 65. I got, bro, because I think that I think that the Lakers. Demarcus leave, is not playing until All-Star. after, after All Star. Yeah. I think that I think that the Lakers. Will, I think they'll lose three games after All Star. Maybe three I think games. the Lakers will breach 50, 56, 57 games. You're bugging. I have a wow. Nick. I have I have a bet with Nick where they won't win 50 games. Yeah, I got... You think they won't go 50 and 32? I I think they'll end up somewhere like 47, 48, but I don't think they'll win 50. Yeah, I see that. I was even thinking closer to 500. What do you think about Aiden? Phoenix sucks. They're still going to suck this year. Jamal Crawford just signed on, too. Oh, when? When that happened? Today. Today. Ah, bro. Lakers could have picked that nigga up, bro. I thought they were low-key. They trying to be happy With what they got They, I mean bro They look good They like, Eye test Eye test <laughs> <laughs> Eye test <laughs> They look good On the Relax, eye test bro it's preseason I'm not gonna be like Yo they beat the Warriors I was kinda <laughs> a little happy When they beat the Warriors <laughs> Twice <laughs> But you know I think that I I think that they have I think that that team Is more energized Than the fucking Cavs Like ever were When he was there probably. Just younger Yeah but just they just Look younger like they and they have want, talent They just want it more like, Alright so let me ask you a question You watch them Who do you think is a better player Brandon Ingram or Kyle Kuzma Kuzma Okay, you said that without hesitation. Yeah, no. Nah. I, I say I say without hesitation too. I think Kuzma's Kuzma's a player, Kuzma's the, the the flat out like before LeBron got there, Kuzma was the flat out star in yeah, my he eyes. He was the best player on the in team, my I eyes. I think it was ridiculous. They kept trying to they really forced Relecate Alonzo him to the bench. They really they forced they forced Alonzo the Alonzo Ball situation, and he wasn't panning out. And I'm not saying you should bench somebody for not panning out because I mean that confidence, and you spent a high pick on him, so you need him to do something. But I think that they should have had they should have ran Ball, Kuzma, and fucking uh and Jordan like at the same time. Right. I think th- with Brandon Ingram, they should have ran a, a four a, like a a lower four guard unit. And have your man's at the and have your mans at the five. I think that, that would've that would've crushed. I think that would have crushed. I mean they would have gotten the experience, they all would've gotten run and they would they could've been not showtime, but they all would have ju- the pace, It'd just, the been pace good. would've been crazy. It'd have been good the for the team coming into this year right now, but I think that they it's just like I, I, I compared the Kuzma shit To To Jordan to, uh, to, to, uh, to Tatum To Jason Tatum Okay Because You know I'm a Duke fan And The Jason Tatum that you see right now That is not the nigga that we had at Duke At, Duke, yeah. at all. I'm all That's why I hope Lowkey happens with Kevin Knox I think that Yeah exactly I think that in high school, my, my theory is that in, I, I watched a little bit of his stuff. He did play in the extended free throw line territory. But I think that in high school, just like a lot of us who were 6'4, six, 6'5, six, if you're the second, third, tallest person on your team, your coach is going to make you learn. He's going to make you play with your back against the basket. And I think it's the same thing that happened with Jason Tatum. And I think that when he got the Duke. Coach K and them boys was like, boy, if you don't fucking turn around when you get that ball, <laughs> like, you you going down, bro, we have seven footers, bro, like, feed them. <laughs> bro, shoot that thing, bro. And I think that that was the beginning of his confidence. And who did they, they lost somebody in that season where he was injured and Jason had to start getting more of the run. And they also thought Harrison Giles was going to do more, and he didn't. So... Doing, giving that ball to Jason Like that started to get And so by the end of the season It was like Oh this nigga's a beast And then him linking up With fucking With with Kyrie Yeah And that coach Yeah Bradley yeah. Bradley yeah. Like that That just really pushed him It's gonna push him He's gonna be a standout yeah. So with Kuzma I think that Kuzma Like came out And he was like It was almost like They discounting me Because they don't know Who I am and it was like That and like the late draft pick Was like Bro he was coming out whole, Taking off from the fucking oh, the Dotted line bro. The whole league skip on me Alright oh, bet Say no more Bro taking off from the dotted line And he got the moves And he got the jumper yep. Like What y'all What don't y'all need And I'm happy that they kept him Because I think LeBron Gonna be like yes mm-hmm. Yes To me To me he's the second best player On the team After LeBron After LeBron Damn yeah, that's, that's a, a that's yeah. the problem though. Yeah. To me. In the West. I hear you. That's you know? so and that's why I don't give <laughs> yeah. them more than fifty. Yeah, you know, like yo, the West is stacked, yo. That shit is crazy over there. That's why I say so you're gonna get So you're not, who you're not right, playing. So, you're not so, playing, so playing give me no, your you're so not give me playing, your top four. Give me not, your top four in the West. You're not playing the West to, two times a year like you was in Cleveland. Yeah, you playing the West four, four, four or times a year. Five times a year, yeah. Shit different. Hell yeah. Shit real different. So so who so okay, you gotta go to state at the top. Go and stay at the top, Houston underneath. Do you do you think the Carmelo thing is gonna pan out? It's not about the Carmelo thing panning out. I I think Houston is just the better team. I mean that's that's I like that bench. That's they got a strong bench. sans Carmelo. I think that Carmelo should will actually could go it'd be a detriment to that team. Facts. But I I still think they'll withstand that and still be the second best team. I think he, they're gonna just make him be like that three point guy and then fucking hit your shots because he's I, already kind of starting to play that I role. I mean that's the way, that's the way he played when he was on the Olympic team. Like they'll just find him in his spots. James Harden will find him. uh crossover, crossover, hit Mel in the corner, shoot. Like if he makes it he makes it if he doesn't he does it. yeah that'll be his role okay so one um, two houston three so i mean don't sleep you gonna on, say portland i'm i mean portland will be in my top four i would put them four um i like new orleans though i do like new Orleans. i think they'll miss rondo yeah i do think they'll miss rondo and, on that team um, And cousins <laughs> i mean they performed they were better without cousins you, but you think they have a strong bench though you're gonna have new orleans at number three because of the brown I mean, he's really good, man. He's really good. To me, he's the third best player I, in the league. I think that he's limited on that team, though. I think that he needs, honestly. To me, his health limits him. If he can play 70 games, 75 games, there'll be a three seed. I think he's that good. Okay. All right. yeah. New Orleans is number three. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, all right. <laughs> this is your pick. I'm not here to try to tell you. Um. Four. Four trailblazers. So, fuck, you must well just give me the eight. Four three. trailblazers, five Utah, six Lakers. I got Lakers over Utah at least, bro. Come on. I mean, I understand why you would do that. Not, I mean, not from personal life. <laughs> 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 But Utah, well, okay, man. Utah is- So, like, that's, that's, oh, yeah. that's like the dilemma I have. I want to pump up OKC okay, up, but Westbrook is hurt right now. Oh, you know what man, I'm saying? Man. And Westbrook starting off the year hurt worries me because I don't know if he's going to. He had to have surgery, right? Yeah, on his knee. Yeah, on his knee. That's crazy because he was working out on that bitch all summer, dog. You know what I'm saying Small that nigga, that, that nigga <laughs> different. That nigga <laughs> different. I think it's crazy. You trying to tell me he just had a whole knee injury? I saw him working out in the summer. He was <laughs> banging on niggas, <laughs> dog. And they like, oh, yo, a week later, oh, he's injured. Like, yeah. wait, no, 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 no. That's not how, the Westbrook. That's I just how he saw he got hurt boy. playing in the Drew League, banging nah, on. Nah, he me. was on that. He was in that Rico Hines shit, bro. Yeah. So that's how he got hurt. So that, that, yeah, that, that worries me a little because that not only start off the season he's not playing, but guard? who's to say he doesn't push it for two weeks, three weeks, and then doesn't get hurt again? Word. Like that seems to be the shit that happens in the league. So like I would put, I would if Westbrook was healthy, I might bump them up to three or four, but he's not. What about the Spurs? So you have the Spurs. That's an I d- experiment that I think is gonna fail. I think I think, yeah. I, think <laughs> exactly that, exactly I think that I think DeMar DeRozan shit is gonna backfire. In I think I oh, I low key I would trade your. I'm not gonna say Dallas is gonna be number three, but I would what trade them out Dallas. of the top eight. I would say that they'll Wait, what? at least make it to like you the know, AC. Dallas was bro. the worst team in the league last year. Right? I'm just saying, bro. I I, I smell it. AC, <laughs> <laughs> bro. And I, I get it. I get it. In the in, in the in the West, you literally cannot make the AC. Below five hundred, you can't even make it at five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Suns have a better spot to make it ac <laughs> Come on, the bro. Suns have a better spot to make. Booker, it you think so? You think Booker and Aiden just gonna be eating Jamal Crawford? And Jamal, Crawford. And Jamal, Crawford. And Jamal Crawford, I love Jamal Crawford, man. <laughs> that, nigga, <laughs> that nigga live in a hyperbaric chamber, bro. he's <laughs> <Yo, that nigga laughs> Benjamin stuff, bro. Button of the league, bro. Word. All right, so in the East, <laughs> where we at? Celtics and Celtics Raptors. number one. Celtics Raptors. Knicks 4 No I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Knicks is at 76 nah, The 6 said The, sixes, the sixes. Bucks I think Giannis is also Like one of those Top 5 players Bro why this like, nigga if, if, Why he dropped if, if he, if he, really, in if game, he really added That 3 point game Cause that's one thing He didn't have He did not have That consistent 3 point jumper If he added that 3 point jumper To his game over the Off season, Nigga it's about to be a wrap I feel like he's taking More attempts though I think that his jump shot Is there I just think that It's about He made he made a lot more Surprising shots to me Like this past Last year Than, right. he, than I thought he would and it's like if you see that he was he was pulling up from the three-point line with confidence in the preseason aka yeah that nigga he's a he's a yeah he's a monster yeah Yeah. that scares me that scares me if he's doing that that scares me um you have the Wizards um Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's a crash <laughs> right? Route. I always feel like <laughs> no. Nah, I'm like, I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm not saying they gonna win nothing, but I'm just saying if you talk about eight playoff teams, nah, yeah. the Wizards are in there. You saw oh. how I think it, all they had to do was get rid of like Otto po- Otto Porter, and they could have got Jimmy Butler, and niggas was just like, get that nigga the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do the same shit too. What y'all think about Trey Young this year? Atlanta going to be trash, but I think that he's going to get off. Right. He's going to get his yeah. shots off. He's going to get 25 shots a night. Yeah. I would say that he adds a plus 15 game, like, wins to their, like, what I thought was going to well, already I be. I mean, what did they have before? 18. I was going to say, I was going to say, <laughs> so I was going to say that they might win, like, 33 games, bro. Like, Word. and if he win 33 games, like, half of them going to be because of him. I don't I see them see winning 33 games. I keep it a whole buck. Joe Johnson is not there no more. Um... <laughs> he ain't walking through that tunnel. No, at all. <laughs> but I, I also think that the whiz, that the uh, the 76 are just a team that you just cannot discount. They're just yeah. one piece away to me. They are. They were a Kawhi Leonard away. Yeah. If they would have gotten Kawhi, I would. I might have put them. They're the gonna bugs. start. They're starting. Uh, uh, I might have put them over the Bucks and on par with the Celtics. They're starting uh, tomorrow.
1: Yeah, folks. Right.
0: They're starting Markell and they're gonna have JJ come off the bench. Right. So what, Simmons going to run to one and Markel going to run to two? Yeah, probably. Yeah. We'll see. What y'all think about the Pacers? I, I mean, people. that's another team that could just, I mean, they'll be in the playoffs. You didn't playoffs. even say them. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I only got they to, probably, like, I got to five teams. I got to the Wizards <laughs> and he was like, nah. Were you going in order? <laughs> huh? Were you going in order? Because I feel like the no, Pacers might ordering. be like number three, number four. Um, they were last year. Right? They yeah, were fourth seed last good. year. I feel like all the deep ones Sabonis on. and um, a LeBronless Eastern Conference is low key now becoming wide open. Be kind of fun, Hella struggle basketball. It's right. gonna be <laughs> hella eighty point games. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron He's over here taking shit back to the nineties and shit. <laughs> Lakers word. dropping one ten and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, word. Um, who do you think the MVP? MVP, Giannis. As a lot of people are saying that. Giannis. I If if, if, if his three point shot is consistent, Giannis. I see. If he's healthy, Anthony Davis. Right. Mm-hmm. I got, that that would feeling. be my number two. I got a feeling he's gonna go crazy. That would season. be my number but two. They got to win though. They have to have to like win. They can't just be because he's playing good. Bro, he was going crazy in the playoffs, and I feel like that shit was crazy. I mean, granted, it was like they they did they get swept. Yes. But, Houston, right? Yeah, I just feel like... Had no chance. The momentum he like started in the playoffs, I think it's going to transition. I just, just don't think they have the pieces to to, ex- to, to execute. To ma- at least make it yeah. to the playoffs? That's the, that's the that's the minimum you need, right? Yeah, yeah, To but, become an MVP. I mean, shit. If, uh, leave it up to last year, though. It wasn't just making it to the playoffs. It was like, what are you doing? It, it, it almost seemed like it was like, what are you doing after the playoffs? Even though... I mean, feel like if it's what they're doing after the playoffs, they going to run into Houston or they're going to run to Golden State. That's what they're mm-hmm. doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they, they damn sure can't compete nothing. with them. They have nothing for Golden so, State. So, I mean, the, the the I think the league has been decided by Golden State, if you want to go by that metric. But. Rookie of the year, don't say it. Who you got for Rookie of the Year? <laughs> don't say it, bro. Just, I already know what you're thinking right now. I mean, my... And My bias, I would say uh, Kevin Knox, but I would honestly say Marvin Bagley. Mm. I think Bagley's going to show out in Sacramento. Yeah. I think he's going to show out in Sacramento. They're going to suck, though. I, that's why I think he's going to show out. He's going to have all the <laughs> shots, too. They're going to suck. <laughs> he's going to ball. Right. Man, oh, my God. The draft next year is going to be so good. Oh, wee boy. Zion come out. You think Zion like that? Yes. Thank you. Yes. I'm so glad you I said I do. That. I am I don't know. I'm yes. so glad you said yes. that. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Mind you, he's a Duke fan. Yeah. I but he was like before your bias that, is so heavy. But before right now. that. It's like if dude. If he would have went to UNC, you would've had that same energy? Yeah, bro. You're a liar. Bro, you I always liar. Bro, I always gave UNC boys their credit when it was due, bro. Like always. Ty Law, all them boys like, unstoppable, bro. Like I'm telling you, if the you, way that he was playing in high school. Like the yeah. nigga can shoot, the nigga yeah, the can shoot. He was a six eight dude going against five ten white dudes in, in, in high shoot. school. You it right? Was cone, yes, it was cones. <laughs> <drip>. But <laughs> yes. at the same time, when he goes and plays against the best from his from his his age group, he Don't still get me wrong. he nah. still shines, bro. bro. I watched him. I watched him in the damn one of them all star games, and he looked so trash. <laughs> <Well, All-Star laughs> so, so it was well, one of them It wasn't the uh, McDonald's all American. Bro, he games. can dunk. Don't get me it was, wrong. It was nah, one okay. of if, them. If I was looking, for Sean Kemp. My team. Because it was one, he of them, would be that dude. It was one of them situations where Duke iso him and got a bucket, and then he had the same chance to come back. and He did some goofy shit, like <laughs> kick the ball out of bounds or something. Oh, come on! And I'm like one oh, time, this is a good nah, ball. nah, nah, nah. nah. Watch this. I, I, shit. I, I think that yeah, I, know, I think that, I think that Duke is like low key. I mean, UK's coming in strong. They listen. I think away. I think Duke is strong. I think Duke is the team. I think Duke, beat Duke right is now. the team to beat, but it's not because of Zion. We gotta play. We gotta play it's, Kentucky. It's because first game. It's because that goddamn point guard. Oh, yeah. Not RJ. You talking about Trey? Trey, yeah. Yeah. It's because that Trey, point, That <laughs> point, <laughs> he, yeah. he's a top three pick. He's a top three pick. If Zion's the number three, he's number one. Bro, then what's RJ? RJ's disgusting, dog. Yeah, RJ's number two. <laughs> 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 bro, niggas got to go. Bro, we, gotta, we, we have to re-up now, bro. These niggas won't even make it to the tournament, bro. These niggas going to the league. But, yeah, man, that's why these niggas got to get paid, bro. But, I mean, fuck it, man. Hey, Duke's still number one. We're going to win that tournament this year. Everybody else... Suck my dick from the back, nigga. All right. Thanks for sharing that. Um, you know that. that, that shout g- out to the Yankees, that nigga. Genuine notion. We gonna get that twenty eight. We gonna get that twenty eight next year. It's all good. Um, thank you to East for coming through. Um, we appreciate you, bro. Um, we, this has definitely been one of my favorite episodes because it's it's fun thinking back to high school and, and and football it was my favorite sport it was sport i played the most I played like seven years so my ambition i mean i can't even say my ambition but i would like love to be in the league and and been on that level to to know like what that feels like so i mean i'm glad to see you know someone that did do it and go through the rigors you know what i'm saying come out on top get that contract and um you know unfortunately cut short and, you know, that's, you know, like, like you said, that's just a part of playing football. So, like, it, it's good to see him in that frame of mind where, like, he, he's not like dwelling on it, it doesn't become him. And, but, it, but he understands it, but he still got a chance to play on the most supreme and top level. So it was great to hear those stories uh, from East. Um, go follow him on uh, Isa Q42 at Instagram. Uh, on instagram i should say um i s s a q 42 on on ig um we'll put up some of the videos that we recorded and um yeah my name's ken and i'm dave and you've listened to the last call podcast cheers